gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ears. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor some time, but Dr. Jerry and Dr. Ron are in the house, and I, I uh, really uh, applaud your patience and the uh, fact that you did listen to the encore presentations that we uh, played while we were away, mainly me, mainly moving, uh, attending to sick family, and today I uh, actually was in a dental chair. Uh, and sorry, Jerry, but it wasn't quite uh, as pleasant as I thought it could be. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, with an attitude of gratitude, we welcome you to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Tonight we have a, a gangbuster news show with the medical updates and uncensored news. And this program, ladies and gentlemen, contains general medical information. And medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Ladies and gentlemen, something we don't talk about, we will talk about an attitude of gratitude, but also, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we all have some negative emotions once in a while, but these emotions have a stronger effect on your health than you can realize. Every time you think about regrets, experience resentment, or replay bad memories in your head, your body suffers just as much as your mind. That's why harboring negative emotions can lead to devastating long-term disease. Well, with that, I want to introduce Dr. Jerry Smith. Uh, Dr. Jerry, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, and, and I saw the dentist today, too, when I looked in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you didn't have one young pulling on a tooth. <laughs> uh, we usually tie him on to the rear bumper. <laughs> I went in there with a string. He said, no way. I got to do it with myself. Oh, God. Oh, well. <laughs> so, anyway, Jerry, uh, uh, you know you, you know what I've been through over the past couple of weeks. I had a really harrowing time. I do want to thank the uh, medical staff at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital, though. They uh, gave my brother, uh, and they will be giving my brother until tomorrow, they gave him some excellent care. 
contrary to what we're going to be talking about tonight uh, about medical deaths and where how that all fits in. But uh, Thomas Jefferson University has been excellent. Uh, actually saved my brother's life, and uh, he will be going to rehab tomorrow. Also, the people at Harbor Chase taking care of Pop. My dad will be 102 on October 1st, and uh, he's starting to walk again and uh, getting his strength back, and it won't be long before he'll be home. So in spite of what we're going to talk about tonight, ladies and gentlemen, there are if you pay attention and you are there to make sure that the right things are done and question everything, uh, you can get some positive outcomes. So we want to talk a little bit tonight about medical studies and how they're almost always bogus. And, you know, you had a taste of that with Dr. Dalrymple a while back. We want to talk about medical mistakes and how they can claim lives. And Dr. Jerry came up me uh, by uh, some statistics tonight, uh, so we'll talk about that. Um, so what else do I have here? Well, just just a lot of things we got to catch up on, uh, and we will do that over the next coming weeks. So my final move to the final studio will be October 23rd. So uh, again, we're in a makeshift studio right now, and uh, I hope uh, the audio is good. So Dr. Jerry, what's going on with you? Well, a lot of good things. Uh, I got my book translated in Spanish and I'm waiting for a contract for uh, the largest publishing company in Latin America. Latin America is going to handle my book. So I'm really excited. Wow. And, and the people that are reading the book, um, the feedback has been really, really phenomenal because it's an eye opener. You know, it's you know, when you look at all the disease processes that are taking place, and we're going to be discussing some of them today, uh, what's it all about? The common denominator is inflammation. So it makes no difference if you're taking a medication or you're breathing in bad air or drinking toxic water uh, or taking fluoride in your toothpaste. The bottom line is it's all causing inflammation. That to me is the common denominator of pretty much all the diseases. It just depends on what the initiator is. So I'm excited because when you start to delve into patients' problems, uh, you can quickly narrow it down to the fact that something's causing inflammation in her body. I mean, I just had a woman in from North Carolina today that probably spent $50,000, you know, in the last couple of years and, and they didn't piece the puzzle together. You know, the poor woman had, uh, you know, Lyme infection. She had parasites uh, from, you know, third world countries that she was visiting. Um, a dental problem. She had, a, you know, multiple car accidents. The cranial rhythm was out of bounds. And, and yet, when you start to break it down to the basic foundational issues, if you can remove the irritants, and, and we're doing this virtual injection now where we uh, pulse an infrared laser through a homeopathic remedy into the organ or area where the, the, the glyphosate or the, the parasite is, it, it neutralizes it. So anyway, I did a cranial adjustment on this lady. Uh, she had a subluxation of her pubic symphysis. Uh, anyway, and she had a few heavy metals and and when I post the, the, the remedies in there, she couldn't believe the difference how she felt. So what I'm driving at, these mistakes that are occurring at the rate of 40,000 a day, 40,000 a day in hospitals can be almost eliminated when you're using 
non-invasive, energetic technology. So that's my two cents worth. Well, that's good. Well, that's what we want to talk about. That, 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 that's what we want to talk about tonight. Um, and uh, I, I just found out that uh, uh, an American hero, uh, Armstrong, he was killed unnecessarily. Uh, so even 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 a, a famous uh, astronaut uh, had a, a preventable death, and so no one is immune to these medical errors, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, it was a lethal mistake. He was given the wrong medication, allergic reaction. So a lot of different things can go wrong in the hospital. That's why I say you can have a good outcome, but you need an advocate, and you have to stay on top of everything. So uh, this morning I, I read uh, preventable medical errors have been repeatedly identified as being the leading cause of death in the United States for the last two decades. In 2000, the General American Medical Association published a commentary by Dr. Barbara Starfield. The data provided, which revealed doctors to be the third leading cause of death. Her research showed 225,000 Americans die from iatrogenic causes, meaning their death is caused by a physician's activity, manner, or therapy. Sadly, Jerry, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Starfield herself fell victim to medical error. She died in June of 2011, a death her husband attributes to the adverse effects of the blood thinner Plavix when it was taken in combination with aspirin. So I, that, is, that is just tragic. And mirroring, mirroring uh, her findings was a paper by uh, Dr. Martin Macquarie from uh, John Hopkins, uh, 2016 British Medical Journal. And it highlights medical error as the third leading cause of death in the United States. Uh, so his data suggests medical errors kill 251,454 Americans each year, an increase of more than 25,000 since Starfield's initial estimates. And these numbers are underestimated. Why? Because they don't look, take into account deaths occurring at home or in nursing homes. And not included in that number. So Dr. Macri is a surgeon and professor of health policy at the John Hopkins. Uh, he was recently interviewed for a book called The Price We Pay. That'll be out in September of 2019. So 440,000 Americans die from medical errors each year. And Dr. Jerry has some really interesting statistics. And, and then I want to talk a little bit about how how, how Medicine, how, how many errors are, co- are caused and deaths are caused by properly prescribed medicine. But, Jerry, your statistics are a lot worse than what I just cited. Well, you know, I'm referring to uh, Gary Knowles' uh, article called Death by Medicine. And, uh, you know, he says the American medical system is the leading cause of death and injury in the United States. And, and he has, you know, governmental statistics. So he didn't just pull these things out of a rabbit hat. Uh, you know, 783,936 per year total number of deaths caused by conventional medicine. Uh, and heart uh, deaths uh, attributed only uh, 700,000. So only, only, only. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and they can be prevented with Dr. Peskin's oils, the omega-6, omega-3 oils and William Wong's cymescents. You know, it's so damn simple. And th- and these numbers are crazy because it, they're unnecessary. Taking simple, basic substances to 
clear out the plaque in your blood vessels is going to give you longevity. You don't have to do any fancy treatment. You just be consistent. So there's 553,251 deaths attributed to cancer. Well, cancer across the board is oxygen deficiency. Why? Because the cell membranes are corrupted, corrupted with the omega-6 oils. It's all getting back to basics. So, you know, these people are chasing the windmills like Don Quixote and, and, <laughs> and, and, and getting nowhere because they're not addressing the underlying cause of the problem. Like, you know, I was putting together additional information for tonight's talk about dementia. Well, geez, there's so many over-the-counter drugs causing dementia, smoking, alcohol, you know, the, the usual stuff. But it all boils down to inflammation. If, if you're on chronic, you know, illness and taking medication on a daily basis, those drugs don't get flushed out of your body 100%. So what happens? It's going to cause inflammation. You got inflammation, you get fibrosis. You get fibrosis, the organs shut down. So it's like a domino effect. And, and you got to start reevaluating your lifestyle and try to eliminate these splinters that I call or initiators so you don't wind up in a hospital. I mean, there's 2.2 million people a year having adverse reactions to prescription drugs, 2.2 million, 20 million per year, unnecessary antibiotics prescribed for viral. Well, antibiotics are no good against the viruses. But colloidal silver, you know, basic, uh, you know, immune boosters, uh, like 1316 beta glucans, you know, stuff like that, calcium, oregano, they all help boost the immune system without adverse effects. So you have 7.5 million people, your unnecessary medical and surgical procedures. You know, it's like the joke the guy was being wheeled out of a gurney out of the OR, and he said, when he had a, 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 a what you call a vase of flowers in his hand, he said, geez, I just came in to deliver these things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have 8.9 million people that you're exposed to unnecessary hospital uh, hospitalization. Now, in my experience, the most deadly thing in the hospital, Ron, the most deadly thing in the hospital is the telephone. Why? Because you got all sick people talking to the telephone and no one sterilizes the telephones. Well, let me let me let, let let me go because I've been in. My dad's been in the hospital now. My brother's up in uh, Jefferson University. There's no telephones in hospitals anymore. Oh, you you have to use your own cell phones. You got to use your own cell phone, and it turns out that you were right until just recently. But now the dirtiest thing in a hospital is the curtains, because when they go through to the room, they clean and sterilize everything, but they don't take the curtains down and put new curtains up. And that's you where the most thing is. Yeah, you're going to have to bring huh? your own curtains. Next week, you're going to have to bring your own curtains. <laughs> like when I lived in Puerto Rico, you had to bring your own sheets and pillows. <laughs> but you, you were right until just recently. And I just, uh, if I hadn't been visiting in the hospital, I wouldn't have known that myself. Well, thank but God. You're right. I, and I, I think that, yeah. there, there's some kind of device for to cover those phones up too, isn't there? Yeah, it's called the phone condom. <laughs> huh, how about that? <laughs> Well, <laughs> hey, you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the numbers are staggering, 
uh, I mean, the numbers for prescription drugs, the latest one I could find is, is too old, but it's the latest one I could find, 2011. 4.02 billion prescriptions a year in the United States. Roughly 13 prescriptions for each man, woman, and child. Well, it has to be more than that because, Dr. Ron, it has to be more than that because I don't take any, and I don't think you take any. <laughs> no. But, you know, what, what I'm saying is that, yeah, that's the average. And I mean, still $4 billion. Gosh. And, you know, we, we, we've had many guests on the show that said if you're taking more than three or four drugs, you better just reevaluate the situation if you need that many. Of course, the seniors are the ones that are getting, getting uh, most of the side effects. And, and, and that's prescription drugs. That's not over-the-counter stuff. or uh, that's, not, and that's not vaccines either. So it's not over-the-counter or vaccine shots. So, ladies and gentlemen, it goes back to a couple things. A, you have to be in charge of your own body. You've got to be the CEO, and you have to take charge, okay? And two, you have to get to the cause of the inflammation, and I agree with Dr. Jerry, and I've been saying it for 25 years now uh, when the cholesterol thing hit, that cholesterol was not the cause of heart disease because cholesterol is really an antioxidant, and there is no cholesterol in the intima of the artery. There had to be something else. I, I was always looking for that something else and found it in inflammation. And that inflammation can have multiple etiologies. It could be periodontal disease. It could be chlamydia. It could be a lot of different things. But you, you have to attack the cause and the root of that uh, problem, like Dr. Jerry has been talking about, anti-inflammatory uh, Enzymes, enzymes, systemic enzymes, like the one from Dr. Wang, the strongest one in the industry, is anti-inflammatory. It's also antiviral. So, you, you know, you, you, you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. But uh, you've got to be careful because some people think that this uh, prescription medication is really the Trojan horse in America. Okay. A war, no wars, economic deprivation. They, these drugs continue to do their work. And they keep debilitating and ruining and terminating lives. So, you know, there's lots of sources that, that can be cited. I mean, L.A. Times, I'm not going to go through it all with you. Now, Barbara Starfield, what, what, what a star she was, I mean, in her writings for the New England Journal of Medicine. So medical drugs, ladies and gentlemen, kill 106,000 people a year. And Dr. Ron, it doesn't have to be just prescription drugs. A lot of these over-the-counter drugs, <clears throat> you know, your antispasmodics, your antihistamines, your antacids, your antidepressants, uh, your yep. muscle relaxants, your antiarrhythmics, your antiemetics. Guess what? They have anticholinergic activity. You know, ah. your tagamet. So, and, and what does that do? That causes dementia. And this is over-the-counter stuff. Right. and But, you know, you hear these ads for uh, Zyrtec and all these uh, antihistamines. They're all anticholinergic, ladies and gentlemen, what Dr. Uh, Jerry said, and they can cause dementia. You know, it's not, it doesn't happen overnight, but, you, you know, and most of these drugs are, met, are, are you're put on for life, it seems. And so it, over that time, it does cause a decrease in choline and, and does, a, does lead to dementia. So absolutely, Jerry's, Dr. Jerry's right on. Uh, 
So if you're going in a hospital, ladies and gentlemen, please have an advocate with you. Please have somebody even that could just stay with you. Uh, make sure you question everything they put in your mouth. I'm not saying hospitals are bad because I could just attest to what they've done for my brother at the University of Thomas Jefferson, but you need to be on them all the time. You need to show them that you care and don't don't let them uh, uh, just have the residents and interns do what they want. So it's really important. There are are, uh, uh, books out there, and I like Dr. Andrew Saul. He wrote a book called Hospitals and Health, and uh, great tips for what to, what to do when you're to stay safe in the hospital. Uh, Dr. Andrew Saul. I don't make anything off of this, ladies and gentlemen. It's just a good book. Um, so that's that's what you want to do. And if you if you go to a traditional medical doctor and you know he he's always giving you a pill for this or a pill for that. Or Dr. Jerry, I, I'm, in fact, I, I'm going to get to the point of you saying if you go to a naturopathic doctor and he says, well, you take this for that, this for that. You know, you take this pill for this, uh, supplement for this. You take that for that. I, I think that's that's gone the allopathic route. I think everything should be used in uh, conjunction uh, in a holistic way to, to support the well, whole system. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why I wrote my book, you know, Remove the Splinters and Watch the Body Heal. It's because even the integrative and the so-called naturopathic doctors, they're just using herbs and vitamins and homeopathics to treat symptoms. Right. <laughs> you, have, exactly. you have to spend time with the patient to nail down what the heck the underlying cause is. Otherwise you, you're just spinning your wheels and, and wasting the patient's time and money. Yeah, exactly. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, you're always hearing in the paper a study on weight, a study on coffee, one fad, this fad, one week it's in, next week it's out. But you know, the, the more you, you delve into these studies like, uh, we had Dr. Dalrymple, 90% of them are absolutely worthless. Okay, there's a study out now. They said they're, for years uh, they were researching breast cancer, right? But they were researching it on misidentified melanoma cells. And they, they created thousands of papers with this evidence. But it was the wrong cancer. And it was sloppy. And who knows how many, how many lives it could have ruined. And, you know, they, 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 one study after another has invented this blood test, that blood test. There's one they said that they had a blood test to detect ovarian cancer to get it earlier. Well, the statistics were all screwed up and, 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 uh, and fudged. So there's more and more papers being written about the bogus uh, 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 medical study. So, again, it gets back to you have to be in charge. You have to be in charge of... Uh, your own health. Okay. You well, and the other questions. thing, and, and you have to stay tuned and listen to our show because over time we're giving you the pearls of what the underlying causes are. I mean, Peskin is one of my heroes and I'm reading his book, PEO solutions. And the man is so, so on the money and it gets down to basics, corruption of the cell membrane. It's these adulterated oils we're getting in our diet. So you can take the best drugs, the best herbs, the best whatever, but if they can't get through the corrupted cell membrane, you're not going to get the results. Right. I mean, it, it's so damn simple, Ron. I don't have to tell you, but everyone wants to swim through crocodile-infested waters and run through uh, you know, playing fields of broken glass just to prove a point. It, it's relatively simple. You just have to 
define what the core issues are and, and use a non-invasive, non-toxic uh, substance that it's going to erase it. You know, it's, the closer you get to the truth, the more simplistic the solution is. So anyway, I, I saw a really disturbing sign in a, in a doctor's office. He said, for, for patients who have poor memory, please pay in advance. <laughs> well, at least, at least he was honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, okay. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, that 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 Dr. Jerry also brings up another point. We need to spread the word about uh, this this uh, podcast. Although we do it live, uh, it's available twenty four seven, almost on every channel you could think of, or even on the Waze app when you're driving, you could actually listen to this program, pick a program and listen to it. Uh, uh, I, I just can't, you know, we're on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Alexa has us, you can ask for Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. I think there are less count 323 podcasts. Uh, wow. And I think that doc, Dr. Jerry has been with the last couple of years, so at least a couple hundred of those with Dr. Jerry. So, um, and by the way, Dr. Ralph Moss uh, got a great, uh, we've been running these encore shows uh, while uh, I was uh, busy doing different things. And Dr. Ralph Morris and Dr. Uh, Will Wong and, and Professor Peskin, they, uh, they still hit it out of the park. Uh, people did listen to them again. So then they're available all the time, you know, Peskin on the current essential oils. And just to show you how, how, how good he is. Until I met him, until I invited him onto the show, I was somewhat a believer in fish oils. And when I talked to him at his house, he said, you know, fish oil is antifreeze for the fish because they're cold water fish, he said. And by the time you get them, they're already rancid. So one study after another since, I guess it's been over a year ago since we interviewed him, has come out. And the latest one is that there's a, was something called the Cochrane Review. It's a group of investigators that look at every article they can on a certain subject. You know, the Cochrane Review of Fish Oil, which was completed in December 2018, still has not been able to show any benefit. Is that crazy, Jerry? I mean, that's what you say. He's right on the mark. Right well, on the mark yeah, with the fish oils. Yeah, he's swimming upstream because the pharmaceutical companies spent millions and millions of dollars, and it took them 10 years to brainwash the doctors to push the darn stuff. Yeah. And it's funny because I know people that still take them, and I tell them about uh, fish oil. Oh, no, but, it, you know, the, my doctor said, New England Journal said it's good. Well, I don't know where we're, I haven't been able to find that article, but. Uh, yeah, just tell them to know, put it on their, on their epitaph, on their, on their tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a, a very uh, influential uh, uh, singer that I treated, and she was quite heavy at one time, and she lost a lot of weight uh, with the program I had her on. So uh, when I saw her at a nightclub about two years after she disappeared from the practice, she had gained most of her weight back, and she said, "Well, Doc, on my tombstone, I'm going to have an inscription today. I start my diet." So <laughs> you know, so what? You know, she just didn't just couldn't do it. All right, so we, you know, we talk about medical errors and prescriptions, and you really have to be careful how much uh, how much drugs you really take, ladies and gentlemen. And and ask, please ask questions. Please ask questions. Um, okay, so Dr. Jerry, have you had any any interesting cases in the office lately? 
Yeah, uh, I had a really interesting one with a woman was referred to me by an integrative medical doctor, uh, a real doctor. Okay. Ah. Uh, so she had a, a blood pressure of 156 over 110. So, you know, I evaluated. She took her blood pressure before I started to do anything, and that's what the number was, 156 over 110. <clears throat> so she had a full upper denture and a lower partial. And so whoever made the lower partial, what they did was bond some resins on the back teeth of the partial to give her some vertical height. And hmm. it really screwed and it really screwed her up. See, what the dentists don't understand is that the upper cervical vertebrae, see one, two, three, and four, uh, have the location of your three major sympathetic ganglia in the neck, which controls the vasoconstriction or narrowing of your blood vessels. So when you mess around with someone's bite, you're directly impacting on the cervical vertebrae. So long story short, I adjusted the woman's cranium, rebalanced it, and then ground down the interferences on the lower partial where the dentist added on the resin. 45 minutes later, after I did what I did, she took her blood pressure, 135 over 80. So hmm. it was mechanically induced, the high blood pressure. So you can take all the diuretics you want, all the beta blockers you want, but you have to define the underlying core problem. And here was a mechanical problem from her dentures. Who would have thunk? That's right. Right. Well, you know, back in the 40s, the old osteopaths would treat high blood pressure adjusting, you know, uh, the atlas. And the blood pressure would go down. And, you know, three, four weeks later, they come back for another adjustment. But what they didn't realize, you have about 33 vertebrae in the spine. They all have a three-point contact to stabilize the spine with the exception of the atlas. The third mm. point that stabilizes the atlas is your teeth. So when you have a malocclusion or crooked teeth, you can't stabilize your first cervical vertebrae, which can cause high blood pressure. Wow. You know, that's, 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 that's something that our listeners uh, just have to have to do some research in their area to find someone that is astute at the, you know, at treating the whole body, including the, uh, the balance of the cranium and, and the, and the vertebrae. How do, how do they, how do they go about that? Well, uh, basically there's a few organizations, um, the international, uh, Academy of oral medicine and toxicology. You have the holistic dental association. I think you have the, uh, integrated, uh, and holistic, uh, medical association. So you have to do some homework and my, uh, record, strongest recommendation is go to your local mom and pop health food store because these owners are usually savvy on local practitioners in the area that have a good reputation and know what they're doing. So there's nothing better than a good re uh, recommendation. Excellent. Okay. So one other thing, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if if you are a subscriber to Joe Marcola or to some of the other uh, uh, natural healers, uh, you, you probably are aware that Google has an all-out attack on anybody that's against vaccines or anybody that's talking about anything natural. Uh, a lot of these 
natural writers that have great websites, their their traffic has gone down by 80% because Google doesn't show it on the first 10 pages or so. So it's been an, an active campaign to, to uh, punish anybody writing anything against Big Pharma. So well, in, that, in that tone, uh, Dr. Ron, I got to share this with you because my, my blood is boiling over this incident. Uh, a young chiropractor in Nova Scotia had a blog and she was expressing her skepticism about the safety of vaccines. Well, you know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. sued the FDA and the CDC and won in court. And they both admitted that in the last 30 years, there's no safety studies that were ever submitted on any vaccine. Plus the fact the number of deaths was much higher than they were reporting. So to get back to the story, the Nova Scotia Chiropractic Board fined this young chiropractor $100,000 for putting remarks that are skeptical about vaccines. And the poor thing had to sell her house to pay the legal bills, move in with her mother who's recuperating from cancer, and, and ultimately turned in her license because she couldn't afford the continuing education and harassment that they were doing. So this is the type of, you know, Gestapo tactics that they're using to put the, the competition out of business. It's not, and it's not only the competition, it, it's knowledge. It is uh, so people can, they only hear one story, one side of the story. It's not like uh, Paul Harvey where you get the other side of the story. So this is something, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to uh, uh, be aware of and know about and know that Google and Facebook are, 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 are really doing, doing a disservice. In fact, there was an a, a interview of a person that says, you know, if you put a like or a dislike on Facebook and it goes against uh, uh, the common knowledge, like say you, you put a like, about, uh, you don't like vaccines, you like that. That goes on your record that stays there and, uh, you know, you might be sent for retraining. I mean, it sounds crazy. It sounds far out. But the well, more that's what, they do in, that's what they do in China now. If you jaywalk, you know, they're picked up by the, the security cameras on the street and, you know, all the, any other um, misdemeanor type of activities. And then if you go to register your your child in school in a private school, they can uh, prevent you from doing that or, or taking a flight uh, or taking a train. I, I mean, it's so darn oppressive, but this is the kind of nonsense that they're going to try to roll out in the United States. Well, I think they are because I, and I, I think that, you know, we have so many snowflakes, so many people that don't know how to think that it's not going to be that difficult for them to get this type of legislation passed. And, and, you know, you may have to go to a retraining school if, if you don't, if you don't tow the line. Uh, I just found out that um, uh, what is the name of that young man that made uh, that was sent to jail saying something negative about the president. Uh, anyway, Rosie O'Donnell says something four times worse. She didn't get anything. He went to jail and he has to go to psychological treatment for five years. I mean, it is absolutely they, they want to take control uh, of everything. So just keep your uh, eyes and ears open about that. Uh, there are some people saying you probably shouldn't use Google as your search engine. Uh, they say one that's called Start Start Pages, a good one, or Duck Duck Go. 
Yeah, a I've lot been of using DuckDuckGo. Yeah, I switched. Okay. And how about the, they say instead of using the Chrome browser, use Opera, O-P-E-R-A, Opera. I, I use that too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, they say if you have a Gmail account, you should close it and open one with a non-Google affiliated email service. One that was recommended is, is an encrypted email service in Switzerland called Proton Mail, and is recommending you stop using Google Docs. Digital Trends has published an article suggesting a number of alternatives. And uh, and don't create if you're it says if you're a high school student, do not convert the Google accounts you created as a student into personal accounts. It's really scary. I mean, Google is uh, selling all our all our information. Facebook is selling all our information. And, you know, a five billion dollar fine is a week's work for you know, It's nothing for them. It doesn't mean anything. So, um, probably the kind of stuff that may silence a program like this. Although, you know, we're 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 not to where we should be and reaching as many people as we should be reaching with with the type of content we have and the guests that we've had over this past years. But uh, you know, this is something that we we should be aware of. You know, we're, we are under attack. Okay, so at some point, uh, you know, get someone in the hospital, make sure you 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 know you're there with them or have somebody assigned to them uh, because they, they they the death death by medicine is an incredible number. Um, you know, you might want to consider getting rid of your Gmail account. I'm thinking of that. I'm only using my Facebook page just for to let people know about. Uh, this this program so I can get it out until they stop me. And of course the Dr. Wong's on there and that's about the only thing that he has going for him. Although he uh, was put in timeout for some natural comments he made and got a 30 day timeout. So uh, we got to be really careful. And again, uh, you know, we, we talk about centenarians. I just happened to look them up at my screen and these blue zones, you know, a lot of that research you're reading is like Ansel Keys. It's, it, it's, it's, it's fudged. When you hear that people are mainly vegetarians and don't drink dairy and so forth, they're eliminating certain areas that have uh, people that live over 100 because their diet, is, uh, like, like the one in Greece, they eat lots of goat's milk and cheese and yogurt and lamb uh, and even raw goat's milk, okay? But you know what? When they, when they write books about it, they leave these countries and these cities out. So... Boy, what, what do you have to do? Well, you really have to keep reading. Keep reading and, and, and maybe call into this program, ask our opinion, because Dr. Jerry and I read almost all this stuff uh, about almost every, every condition you can, you, you can imagine. I mean, we have, we have libraries that are incredible. So, uh, all right, so be careful. Uh, all right, let's, let's go. Let, let, me, let me just... And here's another thing that just blows my mind. Uh, there's a, a, um, a reporter named Melissa Young. If this doesn't get you upset, I don't think nothing will. It's called the chemo trick. Okay. This chemo trick actually spreads cancer. And the evidence as far as, far as Melissa is concerned is it's crystal clear. And it has to do for the standard of care for breast cancer patients. Women who don't want to be deformed by a mastectomy have been choosing a controversial approach to their cancer treatment, and it's been based on the recommendations of their cancer doctors who are more interested in saving face than curing your cancer, according to her. Because no woman wants to lose a breast, and I agree with that, and no doc wants to, to take the blame for it. But there's a shortcut, and it's backfiring. It may not save your breasts, 
but it definitely won't save your life. And in the end, it might actually make your cancer worse. So what is this treatment? Imagine being able to keep your breast and just have the lump removed. That's the appeal of a controversial approach to cancer, which emerged in the 90s. It's called neoadjuvant chemotherapy. And actually, the, your doctor will give you this chemo before he cuts the tumor out. Regular chemo usually occurs after surgery to kill off any cancer cells left behind by the surgeon. This neoadjuvant chemotherapy, however, happens before tumor removal. It's a, what's it supposed to do? It's supposed to shrink the tumor so there's less to cut out. In theory, it sounds great, right? You get to keep more of your breast, but in reality, it encourages your cancer to come back to the same spot. And that tendency lasts for 10 years. Even worse, your breast cancer could spread to other areas, even to distant organs. That's why this new link between chemo and breast cancer metastasis is so scary. In 2018, a study implicated two different drugs commonly used in neoadjuvant therapy, doxorubicin and paclitaxel. The researchers found both drugs induced the release of a protein that travels through your bloodstream and could, tr- can, could trigger metastatic growth to your lungs. And this happens when it happens, there is zero survival benefit, ladies and gentlemen. And you might end up losing your entire breast anyway, because one of the biggest problems with this approach is how imprecise tumor excision is and the real reason why your doctor will tell you that you need chemo in the first place. There's no way any surgeon can get it all out. But treating a tumor with chemo first actually blurs the lines between what is and isn't cancer in the tissue surrounding the tumor. So these the, these lines that were there now are are, uh, are just melted away and they don't, everything looks the same and it forces your surgeon to take away more of your breast uh, than, than he really should. Well, you know, Dr. Ron, the, the joke of the whole matter is that cancer is not a disease. It's a survival mechanism. When the cell membrane becomes corrupted and as Peskin describes very vividly in his book, <clears throat> the, the um, omega-6 acts as a magnet pulling the oxygen into the cell. So when the oxygen goes down by 35%, it sets up an anaerobic or low oxygen environment. And so to survive, the tissue goes into a fermentation. And that's the form of cancer. So if you give a chemotherapeutic agent, you're suppressing the immune system. And if you traumatize the tissue with surgery, you're opening up Pandora's box to let it go wherever it wants. So, I mean, recently we had a woman with breast cancer and the bottom line is I tested the uh, pathology slide uh, of her biopsy. We defined the splinters, put her on a nutritional program. You know, two months later, the tumor shrunk 50%, you know, and, and so she's ongoing with our treatment and eventually it's going to disappear because she, bought her own ozone machine. She'll treat herself every day. She's taking uh, Peskin's omega-6 oils to repair the corrupted cell membranes. So this is how you get rid of cancer. You know, just cutting it out is, is like putting your head in the sand. Yeah. It all goes back to Otto War- Warburg. I mean, he's the That's one right. that really started it. And he said cancer cannot survive with a lot of oxygen. In fact, cancer survives because there's decreased oxygen. So the methods that Dr. Jerry's using and that Professor Peskin taught us and uh, we learned about uh, ozone therapy, which is a lot of oxygen, 
uh, well, it just reverses the 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 the, the splinters, as Doctor Jerry says, that that caused the cancer in the first place. So it, it you know it, it's just that you have to sit down and, and think about it, and there may be some detox right that may have to be done if it's a glyphosate or whatever uh, as a splinter in there or, or uh, one of the other poisons, but uh, you know it, it it can be it can be attacked. Well, the problem is we're, we're all living on this toxic planet. So we're getting radiation from Fukushima every day. We're getting uh, the, the heavy metals from the chemtrails, okay? We're getting the, the glyphosate from the, the desiccating process that they use to spray on all the vegetables that make harvesting better. The food is dead by the time you get it from California, South America, wherever, uh, it, you know, the, the time that it's traveling, the enzymes are deplete. Uh, the, the soils in 1929 were severely deplete of nutritional uh, value. So you're better off eating the cardboard box that the product came in. Uh, Absolutely. You know. Yeah. So this is what's going on. And so, yes, you have to detox. Yes, you're going to get rashes. Yes, you may get headaches. Yes, you may get diarrhea, bad breath. But this is the price you got to pay. <laughs> And yeah, and, and and the chemicals are all around us, ladies and gentlemen. They're, you know, we talk about glyphosate, but now the lawyers have gotten on glyphosate, and you know, I think more and more people are aware of the the danger of that that uh, chemical. But you know, they you should most people don't know how it, how it replaces glycine and can 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 uh, make you have an aortic aneurysm, a ruptured uh, rotator cuff tendon, and so forth. But there's another one that the FDA hasn't done anything about yet. It's a neurotoxic pesticide called chlorpyrifos. Okay, banned in uh, in Europe, by the way. In 2020, it's, it is completely banned because there's, the, the Europeans said there's no safe level that they could tolerate. So what do you think uh, the big form uh, form of propaganda is going to do in the United States? I I'm I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't bet that they're going to do anything about that. But it's it's in it's in it's in things like peaches. The kids eat. I mean, it's, it is criminal. The EPA is refusing to take action, ladies and gentlemen. So there's something you might want to look for. C H L O R P Y I P R I F F O S chloropyrifos. Okay, uh, you may want to look up uh, at EW, uh, what's it? EW Environmental Working Group, EWG.org. Take a look at that that chemical. You know what? And go to that website. It's a great website. You can check and see the quality of the water you have in your area. It'll tell you, uh, you know, if you, if you should be filtering it or not. Great, great website. Great resource for you. But like Gary said, you know, we're yeah, they give you a breakdown of also like cosmetics, sunscreens, yep. you know, all kinds of products that y- you use on a daily basis. And, you know, you got to take action and reduce the exposure that we that you're getting. And ladies and gentlemen, remember what we, we said. I mean, it's not complicated, but there is a gut and brain connection. The gut, some people say, is the second brain. That's where most of your immunity is. So what you put in your gut. Uh, it's going to affect everything, even your brain. And well, the more, and the gly- like I- yeah, and the glyphosate opens up the permeability in your blood-brain barrier, so it speeds the process of of the viruses and the heavy metals are getting into your brain. 
And that's what drove me crazy at, at uh, Thomas Jefferson University. The, the young people carrying their cell phones in their breast pockets, incessantly walking while looking down. I, uh, you, you probably can uh, talk more about how that cervical flexion is going to affect their, their, their health in the future. That the, the, they're going to get nearsighted. They're exposed to all that blue light. And don't even think a thing about it. Do not think anything about it. I think we're going to have to make up mini tasers in the shape of a pen that will get them to get to keep their heads up. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> but it just, you know, there are so many things happening in, in, in hospitals, ladies and gentlemen. They, you know, I'm, I was just thinking, you know, they have Wi-Fi through the whole hospital. Gosh, you know, how many times do we have to talk about electromagnetic fields and what they can do to your health? I mean, I, I, you know, I, I mean, I guess we have to start beating people over the head. Maybe we should get a taser and find a way to, to, to well, our listeners know, but how the, about the ones that aren't listening? But hospitals are really toxic. If it's not from the drugs, it's from the environment. It is really scary. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is our first uh, night back live uh, after uh, – being away for a while, and uh, we, we will we have some great guests lined up waiting to come on. The show. One of it, I can't wait to have on is uh, uh, Dr. Pollock. Uh, he said he was, I, I've been in touch with him, and we want to talk about this 114 degree or you know, this is a hydrogen bond angle of more than 104 degrees and what it really means to your health, and whether just uh, using a, a machine that heats and cools water is enough, or you really have to use, uh, in, insert that infrared light. So I'm interested to have Dr. Pollock on. And uh, there is uh, another person waiting to come on the show uh, to talk about how your how your teeth can be keeping you up at night, and another one about uh, to talk about painkillers. So uh, they, you know, we, we're going to have some great guests. Is anybody listening? Uh, let's see. There's a five, six, eight, six. Any questions for their, for the show? Okay. No, not tonight. But thank you so much for your info. You're welcome. And three, three, one, five. Any questions? I got two quiet ones here tonight. All right. So, Jerry. Uh, you know, I, I really enjoy, uh, I, I really miss not being on the air. Uh, and I have tons of, of material that I have to put together. But again, being in a, in a dental chair today, having an amputation uh, wasn't the most pleasant way to spend the day. And I, I mentioned that to him today. I said, uh, you're going to amputate my tooth? He said, I never heard that. I said, well, you never listened to our program. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's great. So death is the number, the number one killer in the world. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. How about life is a sexually transmitted disease? Okay. And good health is merely the slowest possible rate at which you can die. So life is like a jar of jalapeno peppers. What you do today may be a burning issue tomorrow. <laughs> well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't walk away uh, afraid because – there was a sign in the urologist's office in the hospital that says, you're in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to have some great topics for you in the next coming weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, I do have um, 
an Instagram account, a Facebook account. You know, if you if you tell one person uh, to listen to this program, that we really appreciate it. And if any of you uh, use the uh, Apple Podcast app, you know, if you could leave us a, a, a review there or a Google review, sure would appreciate it. And uh, we will continue to bring you the the best, the latest, and you know, we're gonna. I, I have uh, shied away uh, from vaccine controversies and whatever because I know they're going to shut you down as soon as you start talking about uh, the le- even legitimate studies on cancer, legitimate studies on alternatives to taking drugs. You know, maybe they would even shut us down if they if we start talking about testosterone in men. If men would take testosterone, they wouldn't get pr- prostate cancer and so forth. And their they would their their lip is everything would would be much better. Uh, I don't know. Okay, you know we we talk about sunscreen poisoning. You know, that we get we get away with that. Uh, but oh, well, I got Doctor Ron. I have to share this with you. You know I've been taking Peskin's oils for f- five months now, and like about three weeks ago, I was down in Mexico for a week, and I don't use sunscreen because I don't want to put in that toxic substances on my body. I didn't even get red. And I was in Mexico. It was 91 degrees just about every day, full sun. We didn't have the chemtrails down there like you get back home. And I didn't even burn. Well, so yeah, it, it's a great product. The key, yeah, the key is the skin has a thousand to one ratio of omega sixes to omega three. So the reason why people burn is they're getting adulterated omega six, which extravasates up into the skin causing inflammation and the sun just aggravates the, the condition and, and can cause skin cancer too. So all I can tell you is that my secretary had a similar experience. Um, she was helping uh, her sister move on the 4th of July weekend and she was out in the sun all day and she said she didn't even get red either. So this stuff, you know, you put high octane Sunoco racing fuel in your body the cells heal, the skin heals, the organs heal, and they work the way they're supposed to. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I haven't seen too many Indians running around with skin cancer, even though they're running around naked, because they weren't eating the adulterated oils. Yeah, it's really, you know, that's a whole other subject, but I, my, my my take on it is, is that the melanomas that people are afraid of usually occur on the chest or the back, and most people have a shirt on most of the right. time, either golfing or playing tennis. So it's not, not really related to sun exposure per se, but the, the dermatologists make so much money in this field. that it, it, It's really hard to fight them. They, you know, the, they, they don't want to hear uh, anything about the uh, science. They just uh, Oh, that, that's the way we were taught. I think Maybe we're going to have to do a, a survey uh, from a nudist colony and, and compare the number of melanomas in a nudist colony versus people that wear bathing suits and cover their chest. Well, maybe maybe nudist colonies from, from Europe or Mediterranean diet area versus a nudist colony from the United States with, with, with a, uh, a artificial diet, so to speak. Yeah. And maybe that's why doctors have such high suicide rates. You know, the doctor's suicide rate now is equal or more than the veteran suicide rates. Wow. Uh, I have another doctor who wants to come on and talk about that. I mean... Uh, one doctor commits suicide every day in, in, in the United States. And the ones that are committing suicide, 
beside doctors or dentists and, psych- and psychiatrists. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, psychiatry is a branch of medicine that has that's purely subjective. They diagnose you based on a, a, a group of symptoms. There's no blood test. There's no MRI. There's no CAT scan. And when it comes to crowd control and mind control and taking taking over, I, I, I they worry me, Jerry. They really worry me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they have no baseline. They can't really objectively assess what they're doing other than the feedback that they get from the patient. Um, right. Yeah, it's not so. So male, su- I mean, physician suicide rate, the same or slightly worse than veterans, and the veterans, uh, sure, sure, uh, are, get beat up in this country. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, uh, we really enjoy, I really enjoy being back. I really enjoy uh, you taking the time to listen to us. Uh, what can I say? It, 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 this is a work of love. Uh, we're going to be here as long as you listen. Uh, we have a new headliner. Uh, this company is going to uh, produce a minute and a half or two minute uh, of a video uh, on every show we do from here on in, and we'll post that on on Facebook at Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. We'll paste it on uh, YouTube, Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored, and uh, we'll put it on Snapchat, uh, not Snapchat, uh, Instagram, Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. So uh, we'll see how that works out for us. And uh, with that, uh, Dr. Jerry, I really appreciate you hanging in there while I was busy doing what I had to do. And can't wait to move into my new apartment and new studio, but that won't occur till the end of October. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll get, get my father uh, walking again and uh, get Brother John home and uh, swallowing again, uh, surviving a perforated esophagus, which was really, really tough. And uh, looking forward to our show next week. Thanks for uh, all your hard work because I know you, you've had uh, your plate full like beyond normal. So uh, oh, I appreciate it, and I'm sure the audience will appreciate it too. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, till next week, Dr. Ron, Dr. Jerry, have a great week. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, with Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry. We are here each and every week to bring you medical news that you can use and medical news that you will not hear on the mainstream media. We hope you enjoy our podcast and we hope to see you on the radio next week. Have a great one. Ciao.